Hey Lauren, I've got a quick question for you. What's one of the first things that you need to think about when you're creating a home for a family? Great question, Scott. I always like to start with the floor and then I work up from there. The floor sets the tone for the rest of the room. It needs to look good, but it has to be functional as well. Yeah, absolutely. Flooring is a big investment and it's important to get it right. That's why getting the right advice and finding the right products is so important. Yep, our sponsor Flooring Extra can help you with a fabulous flooring experience with expert service and a beautiful product range. They have more than 90 stores across Australia and I'm sure I've ticked a few of them off my list shopping floor selections with my clients. At least. Flooring Extra will look after you from the moment you walk through their doors until you're walking across your new flooring at home with products and warranties that you can rely on. Check out their carpets, timber and hybrid flooring and more now at flooringextra.com.au. That's flooringxtra.com.au. Lauren Keenan, your authority on home, lifestyle and interior design. I'm Lauren Keenan. I'm an interior stylist and a podcast host, and I'm all about approaching design with a sense of fun and a firm belief that everyone deserves a home that they truly love. G'day, I'm Scott Keenan, and on today's show, we are looking into the crystal ball. Can we get some uh, some spooky music behind us there? Sure. Um, Obviously, a really stylish crystal ball too. Um, And Lauren's going to forecast some of the interior trends that you can expect to see in 2022. I'm also going to talk you through how you can apply these trends in your own home for some longevity and success. Trends do come and go. We know that, right? And while I'm using the word trends to describe the theme of today's show, I want you to think more about emerging colours, textures, new materials and styles that are in the spotlight at the moment and how you can bring them into your home to really add to your personal palette and your personal style. So it could be things like a new tap for your kitchen, Scott. It could be a new lush colour for your walls. Lovely. Or maybe some different textures for your soft furnishings. I've got some really great insights on what's here now and what's coming, and I can't wait to share them with you. Absolutely. And this episode is brought to you by Flooring Extra, Australia's fastest-growing flooring retailer with expert service and a beautiful product range in over 90 stores and online at flooringextra.com.au. So let's get into it. Interior design and styling trends for 2022 on At Home With Lauren Keenan, your authority on home, lifestyle and interior design. Well, it's another big show and we've got to start with uh, this question. Lauren, do you consider yourself trendy? No. (laughs) I used to be very trend driven, like in the clothes that I wore and in the things I bought for my home and the things I recommended for others. But I've found the more experienced I've got and the older I've got, the less less I'm sort of uh, dictated to by what's on trend. But that doesn't mean I can't embrace them a little bit and have some fun with it. So Absolutely. And, and learn from trends, right? Because that's how we work out what works for us in our own personal style, whether that's you know fashion or, or home or whatever it is. Exactly. And you know, for me, a trend is really about, it's a general direction that the collective is moving in together. So when you start seeing a similar look pop, pop, pop up in multiple places, whether it's in homes, social media, maybe in a magazine or in a shop, it really starts to gain momentum. And sometimes trends can be kicked off by a TV show that we're all watching and binging or a celebrity home that's been in a magazine or even a new hotel. 
or even something bigger like a pandemic that's really changed a lot of the ways in which we live and that has dictated some trends as well. Well, I mean, it's the elephant in the room, isn't it? The pandemic has changed so many things about the way we live, but it's also, um, I think, given people different perspectives and I think you're going to start to see some of that coming out in design trends and the the, the products that we buy for our homes. We already have. Um, you know, people are incredibly adaptive and we're, we're definitely starting to see that. And I think as I go through these trends for you today, Scott, you'll really see that there is a common theme. A lot of these trends will show us that we really still want our homes to give us a big warm hug, um, but we still want them to feel like we're having a clean start, a fresh start after we sort of move out of this really tumultuous period that we've all been in. So it's kind of like we're balancing two balls here and, and which one are we going to end up with? Excellent. Well, I'm looking forward to get into it. I know you've got five leading trends for the year of 2022 to either look out for or to bring into your own home. Mm-hmm. Let's start with the first one to help give us that fresh start for the, the next part of the year, dual purpose rooms. Yeah, look, I'm starting with a bit of a functional um, trend, I suppose. So we've talked about this a lot on the podcast. The last few years, we've all been spending more time at home. It's a, it's a common thing that everyone's been chatting about. It's our reality. It's our reality. Uh, lots, especially here in Australia, where we haven't been travelling very much. Lots of people had really grand plans to maybe move to a bigger place that had dedicated work, play, relaxing spaces. But that's not always going to be possible. Yeah, and whether it's budget with the, the price yeah. of property having gone up through the roof the last uh, six or 12 months. And that's where dual purpose rooms have really become a trend. And I've noticed this with clients that are asking me for rooms that do more than one thing. Can you give us an example? Yeah. So a great example would be a spare room in an office. So if you've got people coming to stay, whether that's you know relatives who are finally allowed to travel from interstate to come and stay with you, but you also work from home four days a week and you need a workspace, or maybe you have kids that need a playroom, but you also need a second living space when maybe the adults want to watch different things on TV. So it's it's really about creating those multi-purpose spaces that can fit the bill for no matter who's using them. Um, dining room and home office is another great example. Yeah, of course. And and when you're talking to your clients about this stuff and thinking about dual purpose rooms, you know, do they need to feel like a compromise or do you are you able to make design choices that are a compromise that also give you that nice multi-use feeling? You've hit the nail on the head, the latter, definitely. You don't have to compromise. I always like to ask people, um, I want them to think about how the room will be used most of the time because mm-hmm. that's where our emphasis should be and that, that sort of secondary use, we can build in clever storage or clever joinery that allows for it to function in that way as well. So if it's um, generally an office but you need to be able to have people sleep there on the odd occasion, then it needs to primarily be an office and how do we also make it you know, adaptable so to like be a sofa lounge, for example. Yeah, and look, they've come a long way too, I will say. So, you know, you don't have to sleep with that big metal bar across your back anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the, you know, one of the key things with a dual purpose room is to look for furniture items where mess can be covered up because often we're talking about messy things, whether it's a messy workspace or a messy kids' playroom. So how do we then make it nice to be used for its other purpose? So like lounges with washable covers, for example, if it's like a kid's room, but it's also like a second hang for adults? Yeah, or even an ottoman that has storage inside it or, um, you know, invest in some custom joinery that still offers you flexibility for the long term as well. I always say it's it's never a bad investment to spend money on custom joinery. You'll get exactly what you want, exactly what you need, which is very important in a space that's going to be used for multiple things. Yeah, fantastic. So dual purpose rooms are an increasing trend for this year for sure, given where we're all heading. What is your second interior design and styling trend to look out for for 2022? 
This one's going to be a bit controversial for, for you, I think, and also for a lot of the listeners out there. It would be, bo- be boring if it wasn't. Don't freak out, everybody. <laughs> Brown is the new black and grey. Wow. Yep. Okay. That's quite a subdued response. I thought you might be a bit more, what? Well, I um, I quite don't know where you're going to go with this. I mean, what, what, do you, what do you mean? I know. When we start even saying the word brown, I feel like there's all these weird connotations that people come up and get a bit awkward about. Brown town. Brown town. Look, we're not talking about your early 2000s micro suede, chocolate brown, chunky sofa. <laughs> That's not where we're at. What I want you to think about- I think uh, I might have had a um, beanbag in that colour. I think you did when I first met you. I might have made you throw it out. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm wanting you to think about things like shades of soft caramel, latte, mushroom, really rich, deep tans and browns, and then pairing it with materials and textures like leather, timber, wool, travertine, and yes, probably still a little dose of rattan as well, which I think is still going to be quite popular. Just don't overdo it. Just don't overdo it. So I thought it might be interesting for people to know where I think this trend has come from because it is starting to um, get out there a little bit more. So we have talked before on the podcast about a hotel that opened probably about 18 months ago in Santa Monica. It's called The Proper Hotel and it's designed by Kelly Wurstler, who's a really famous California-based interior designer. Yeah, and we stayed in one of the hotels she's designed in Beverly Hills. We have, which is completely opposite to The Proper Hotel. So um, So her her style then, I guess, is evolving uh, too. It's evolving too. Her, she's very true to her um, maximalist roots, I think. Like more is more is more and then just add, add a bit more. more. <laughs> um, so I think if the listeners want to get a great idea of what I'm talking about with this brown trend, uh, have a look at the proper hotel in Santa Monica. It's beautiful, very tonal, lots of brown, but you wouldn't look at it and go, ooh, that's a brown room. So I think one thing to remember is you don't have to make your whole room brown. Um, you can ease into it. You could start with some soft furnishings or even an artwork. And what I love about this brown trend is that it pairs really well with lots of green life, which people have gotten very into over the last two years uh, with their plant babies. And it also works really well with warm whites or light beiges. So, for instance, if you still you know, wanted to have some neutrals in your space, um, you can still inject some of this brown in and it will work. So with like accessories or with, with woodwork or let, like yep. what, are you, what sort of a, items you You could go thinking? a tan lounge or if you already had a sofa that you wanted to keep, maybe you went for a rug that had some like beige and brown woven through it in an interesting texture. It suits lots of interior styles. So you can create a really 1970s vibe, which is kind of cool. Or you can do like a modern take on sort of a classic American farmhouse. Or Australian country. Australian country, which um, that sort of American influence is starting to come through a little bit more as well, which I'm going to talk about down the track. Yeah, fantastic. Well, look, I think that's really exciting. It's good to have new colours and new colour combinations. And I didn't know we were going to Brown Town today, but uh, (laughs) I'm glad we've been there. Yeah, don't freak out. Actually, jump on Pinterest and have a look. You'll be surprised how many rooms you probably like that are predominantly brown or have shades of brown in them. Yeah, fantastic. Maybe we'll pop up a couple on the socials as well yeah. at Lauren Keenan Home. Okay, so brown is the new black or grey. What's your third interior design or styling trend for the year ahead? I want people to embrace vintage or handmade accents. Okay. Yeah. So this is actually a really easy one and it's a very affordable trend that anyone can get on board with. I think this trend is really driven by people wanting to stand out a little bit and take control of their aesthetic um, to make something that's truly uniquely them how you can do this at home. It could be something as small as a little vase that you pick up at a vintage store. It could be an artwork. It could even be something like a vintage hall runner that you can run down your hallway. 
but really you need to look for pieces that feel like they're telling us a bit of a story to make your home a bit more unique to you, more you. So you don't feel like you've just gone to the shop and like bought everything in the same store? Yeah, look, I know it's easy to go and shop the look at one or two retailers, but I think you really do do yourself a disservice because you start to make your home look quite flat and look like a catalogue. And I've talked about this before. We don't want we don't want that. Yeah. We want it to look like you've spent all this time curating this beautiful look and it's just for you. Nobody else has it. That's that's what you want. Well, that's what I want and that's what my clients want as well. Are you talking about going and finding an item like that that you can um, draw your story into? Or what about things that maybe you have from earlier in your life or that you picked up on a holiday somewhere, you never got that photo or picture framed or piece of artwork or whatever it was or or something else? You know, How, how important is these um, vintage or handmade accents being items that are personal to you? I think sometimes you don't know what you're looking for until you go and find it. So yeah, you might have something that you love and you think, oh God, I should have hung that up years ago. I'm going to go and get that framed and that's you know, that's got a story about where I got it from or what I was doing at the time. But sometimes it's not until you maybe go and have a little browse around your local Vinnie's or your Salvo store and you find some beautiful glassware and maybe then glassware becomes your thing. And so wherever you go, you, you look for a piece of glassware, you know, some lovely goblets or little teacups or something that takes your fancy, whatever you're into. Or reminds you of a trip you went yeah. on or a family member. And maybe every time you go somewhere, you buy something like that and that gets displayed in the same sort of area. So maybe it's about starting a collection of something or maybe it's about displaying a collection of something you already have. Well, you mentioned Vinnie's and Salvo's. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the other places that you can kind of go to look for these sorts of items? Well, definitely support your smaller makers. You know, there's so many wonderful businesses online or just in when you're traveling there'll be little shops in the main street make sure you check them all out and give throw them your support you know they're the ones that need a bit of a helping hand right now and even makers on etsy etsy is a great um, place to have a look for all sorts of different things that you know you just don't see in the shops so you can find some real treasures on there absolutely and it's those handmade items that are one-off that maybe feel a touch more expensive when you're traveling you think oh should i buy this Mm. when you bring it home and and it's there and it's part of your interior style and your home and how you live you know, you look on that fondly and think that was a great little investment piece. I'm so glad I bought that. Exactly. And you don't have to fill your whole home with these sorts of pieces. We don't want it to look like um, Nan's, you know, granny house. Sorry, Nan. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? You, know, yeah. you, you intersperse them with things that you already have that maybe are a little bit more contemporary. Um, so it's still in keeping with the modern way that we live. Yeah, fantastic. So that's vintage or handmade accents, something to think about for the next uh, 12 or 18 months. Mm. What else you got? Well... I'm seeing a major shift from super casual to a more refined aesthetic. Okay. I, I, I agree. I think I'm seeing that coming through as well, but um, I'll leave you to do the analysis. <laughs> well, look, I'm just going to paint a little picture here for you. Probably for the last oh, five or six years in Australia, certainly, there's been a really particular design style that's been everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, Everywhere. It's part boho, part Moroccan, part coastal. Lots of fringing, light Lots, colours. Yeah, light earthy colours, very very casual, kind of like a beach shack with a slight 70s vibe, you know, artworks of girls surrounded by like plants and 
animals and stuff like that. It's a very feminine look. And probably the sort of thing you would see in pretty much every Airbnb advertisement <laughs> right now. Yes, that's true. So it, like I said, it's quite a feminine look. I think it started well, certainly in Australia in designer stores in places like Byron Bay and Bangalore. Yeah, I agree. But now you can just about get it anywhere. And I think it's probably gone a bit away from its roots of how it started out. I mean, you literally can buy it in Kmart now, yep. which is nothing wrong with Kmart. No. Um, but it's it's trickled down, way down. It's mainstream. It's ma- totally, it's beyond mainstream. Yep. So I feel like we're moving away from this now. I'm not really doing much of this design work at all for clients. And people it's, aren't asking you for this either. People aren't asking for it. Even if they think maybe that's what they're after, when I present them with a sort of a slightly different take on it, they're not um, disappointed. Yep. I think we've grown up a bit and we're looking for something new. So I think we're looking for something a little richer looking that offers some more balance between masculine and feminine aesthetics. Mm. So that could be things like choosing a sofa in a richer hue. Maybe it's a dark blue or a dark green. Instead of sort of those quite beachy photographic prints, maybe it's more landscape paintings framed beautifully. A little more formal, I would say, but not stuffy. Yeah, I agree. Um, It's still very, very comfortable because that's what we all want when we're spending all this time at home. We need to be comfortable, but it's just got a little bit more to it, a little less casual. We are starting to see some of the higher end designers and stores incorporating this look, but it's it's definitely, you know, it's not trickling down just yet, but I think give it six months and it'll be, you'll see it more. Yeah. And how can we embrace that in our own home? Well, if you're ready to make a change now, I think you can start by switching out some of your cushions to some deeper colours, maybe in some more lush um, fabrics. Maybe it's a velvet or something with a bit of you know embossment through it, something like that. Or swap out your artwork um, for something that's beautifully framed. Maybe it's a landscape. If you want it to look a little bit more refined, go for a framed print rather than a canvas. Um, it's a great way to just make things just feel a little fresher, different be different. Yep. Step it up a little bit. That's right. Yeah. Fantastic. That shift from super casual to that more refined aesthetic, we're going to see a bit more uh, coming in and and it's something that, you know, you're certainly talking to your clients about a lot. It's quite hard to design for at the moment because there's not that many pieces around, but I'm super excited by it. So I'm I'm trying to uh, incorporate it in all my client work. Fantastic. So the next trend I want to talk about is the influence of European and American styles. Yeah. And it it pricked my ears a little bit last week when we were talking about um, flooring and Mm -hmm. we talked about oak and, Mm -hmm. you know, I guess I assumed that a lot of Aussie hardwoods were still dominating, but um, you know, you were talking about the fact that American and European hardwood timbers are, are coming in and becoming very popular. And I suppose, like we said at the start of the show, it starts from the floor up, but we're starting to see it throughout the home. Yeah, that's right. This trend does lead on a little bit from what we were just talking about, moving towards that more refined aesthetic. Yes. I think this is going to be something that's around for a while. It's also something that's going to take you some time to create. So this trend is going to have a lot of longevity. It's not a one-stop shop kind of process. It will take a little bit of time to create. So if it's something that you like, jump onto Pinterest and type in like American farmhouse or Dutch farmhouse. Though Those are two good sort of key um, keyword searches that might show you the types of images you'd be looking for. So we watched um, Dream Home Makeover on Netflix over the last year mm-hmm. or so-ish. Um McGee Studios? Uh, Studio McGee. I knew it was one of those. Um, So, I mean, I guess that's more of a mainstream version of the sort of style and influences that you're talking about. Studio McGee is very light, white, 
bright, um, they love a bit of white. They do dress their um, spaces in that sort of American style. But I guess for me, if you want a more accurate reflection of the style I'm talking about, look up people like Amber Lewis. Um, some of her latest work is very much in line with, with this design style. Uh, I think we're going to see this aesthetic a lot more in kitchens and bathrooms and laundries. Yep. I think that's where people are going to be able to make those choices to head down this more European style. So can you give us a couple of examples of the sorts of things that you know we might see? Is it tapware? Is it the style of sink? Yeah, well, let's, let's talk about materials then. I think we're going to be heading more towards bronzes and deep antique brass. So there you go. There's the brown again for you, Scotty. Yep. More creamy marble as opposed to really grey and white marble. Travertine is going to be popular materials. So these are all materials that feel really beautiful to the touch and they feel quite timeless and quite classic. I think with this trend, the finer details are also going to be really important. So this look works really well when pieces and finishes are paired in an interesting and unexpected way, which is what we're saying about it taking time to to make it happen. Yeah, well, I mean, you're talking about deep bronze and, and creamy marble. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we've just uh, done some work in our kitchen and you'll see that on the website in the coming months, laurenkeenan.com.au. But when we were talking about those colour combinations, they sounded um, a bit unusual to me, but, you know, you had confidence in how that would come together. and vision, Scott. It, but, it, but it, you know, they do really work very well, that sort of creamy marble and, um, you know, those bronze tap fittings look on point and beautiful. Yeah, I think another great room where you can have a play around with this trend would be the powder room because powder rooms, certainly for my clients, are often a space where we do a little bit more of a wow factor because it's on a smaller scale. It doesn't feel like such a risk. So, for example, in a powder room, you might combine a vintage timber mirror with a beautiful bronze tap. That would be a great way to get some European or American influences through. Or maybe you could have one of your artworks that you really love reframed in a slightly more ornate and classic frame. It doesn't have to look old fashioned. We're just talking about a little bit more detail. It's Again, it's coming back to that move away from that casual look into something that offers a little bit more history, I suppose, would be a good word to use, something with a bit more detail and interest. Yeah, I like it. And are we then also then, you know, moving to some, I guess, a subtler take on how we do interior design? Is is that, I guess, the emergence of, you know, with these sorts of um, influences coming in, you know, is that a way that we could sort of describe it around subtlety and those finer details and some unexpected design choices like the creamy marble and the, you know, the deep bronze brown tapware? Yeah, I think we could even call it the anti-trend trend. So, the trend is that your home is is you and, you know, just because nine houses out of ten on your street have an all-white kitchen or a bathroom with grey tiles and a white vanity doesn't mean you have to do that and kind of bit boring, right? Um, and it can be a bit garish too, right? It can be a bit full on and I understand the kind of clean lines, clean colour choices and that sort of stuff. But you but can still get all the, that cleanness and that freshness by choosing materials and finishes that have uh, a bit more interest to them and are just a little bit more subtle and give you that warm hug that, that we all need right now. Absolutely. And I couldn't agree more. We'll pop up some photos of, of what we've been talking about on the blog, laurenkeenanhome.com.au. Sorry, laurenkeenan.com.au. <laughs> <laughs> use slash stories. You can see some photos uh, in the blog on this episode and um, keep an eye on Lauren's socials too at Lauren Keenan Home. She'll be posting some photos, you know, that give, I guess, some visuals to some of these, um, to some of these trends to help you understand what we're talking about and hopefully um, some ideas about how you can bring it into your home. 
So that's our take on interior design and styling trends for the year 2022. We're feeling a bit more positive about the year ahead. I mean, yeah, yeah. it can't be much worse than the no. last two. Well, the bar's, the bar's kind of low right now. So. It's a low bar. <laughs> that's right. But it is exciting and there's some really great ideas there to, to try out in your home. And, you know, we want to hear from you about what you're loving right now. Did any of the trends that Lauren talked about today, did they hit for you? Is that something that you're keen to tackle? Are you going to go to Browntown? Oh, please, can we stop saying that? That's really, that freaks me out. Um, bring a bit of brown as, as a trending colour into your home or maybe some, some subtlety in, in how you do your design. And if you've still got questions about any of these trends we've talked about today, you can hit us up on the socials at Lauren Keenan Home and you can even send us a voice message on Instagram if you've got a question that you want us to answer on the show, like this one from Alex on the New South Wales South Coast. Hey Lauren and Scott. I'm loving the show so far this year. I'm starting a renovation soon and your show helped me to focus my thinking and planning. My question is, what episodes do you have coming up in the weeks ahead? Well, thanks for listening, Alex, and for getting in touch. And that's one I can answer straight up. Coming up next, I am actually doing a deep dive on how to create a custom sofa. Custom sofa? A custom sofa, yeah. That sounds fancy. It sounds very fancy. Uh, But it's actually become quite mainstream as more retailers are moving to sort of module design and production. But it can get tricky, so I've got some tips on how to get it right in your home. Yeah, okay. Well, that sounds really interesting. Um, And after that? Well, I've also had some questions about carpet and how to make the right choices. There are plenty of options and considerations, so I'm going to go through all that with you too. Yeah, brilliant. Well, I'm looking forward to those shows coming up. Good luck, Alex, with your renovation and um, get in touch if you think Lauren can help you at all with that work. I'm working with clients all over Australia at the moment and the best way to let me know if you need a hand is through the contact page on my website, laurenkeenan.com.au. Thanks again to our sponsor, Flooring Extra, Australia's fastest growing flooring retailer with expert service and a beautiful product range in over 90 stores and online at flooringextra.com.au. And until next time, thank Thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode of At Home with Lauren Keenan, your authority on home, lifestyle and interior design.